Father, seek permission before you bless. I'll come to know the way. You do mighty things in your way. Extraordinary God. Yeah, you sing extra. Extraordinary
Shalom, 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 evening people of God, shalom, evening church of the living God. I believe you are all doing well. Shalom, evening everybody. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of Jesus. May the favor of the Lord locate all of you. By the special grace of God, I'm also doing well with my family. God bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. With the Lord as our helper. Whatever he has purposed, even to fulfill this evening, will surely be released. Hallelujah. One of the things I want you to understand is that anytime you are joining any godly meeting, put this at the back of your mind. It is not a fanfare. It is not that we are just coming to meet at least to, you know, to just come and be in church and no, no, no. One of the things you need to know from the moment the Lord made me understand this, I realized that every day was actually picked by God before it was created. And God 
planned good things in each day. So if God actually calls you to come before his presence, then it means there is something that he has actually prepared for you even before the foundations of the world. With this understanding, you will not come before the Lord with any carnal mentality. You will not come before the Lord with just try your luck. Anything can happen. No. With, you come before the Lord with an aggressive mentality to receive something. Forget about the number of people here and make you look like you are the only one that is here. With that aggressiveness, there is a turnaround that can locate your destiny. And God, by His finger, will open greater doors for you. I'm telling you, enter into any godly meeting with an aggressive mentality. I'm going for something I do not have. I know this is an encounter. Be like Jacob when he wrestled with the angel of God. The Bible says that he told the angel, Until thou blessed me, I will not allow you to go. The Bible said that angel was an angel that is supposed to work in the night times because if the day comes and meets that angel, he is actually going to lose his ability to return. And the Bible said, Jacob kept the angel. Whilst it was getting to daybreak, the angel said, no, 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 no. If I don't take care, I will not be allowed into the realms of the heavenly just because of this man. So what do you want me to do for you? And the man said, until thou bless me, I'm not leaving you alone. The Bible said he wrestled with the angel to a point where his thigh bone was dislocated. And the guy began to live just because he wanted a blessing. And that very day, the angel said, from today, your name will not be Jacob. Because Jacob means supplanter, the one that takes the blessing of another. But I am changing your name from Jacob to Israel, which means you have wrestled with God and man and has prevailed. And the moment the name of the young man was changed from Jacob to Israel, that was the beginning of the assignment that God wanted to release even among humanity. So you see, this Israel that God actually wanted to do from the beginning of creation, it came as a result of a fight between a man and God. Listen, listen. There is a dimension in your work with God. If you are not ready to push God by his word, you won't see anything. Tell God the Lord, you told me, you, this is what you told me, that you are going to do this in my life. Lord, fulfill your word. I stand according to your word and I pray. Fulfill your word. Stand in prayer. I'm telling you. There was a man, when he was about to marry, God told him that you, a, a son will come out of your lungs and you will be a great prophet. And the man believed that. And he made sacrifices. He sold seeds. He, when he married and gave birth to the son, he dedicated the, the son to God. He said, Lord, from day one of this child, to the day he dies, he's yours. Use him to fulfill your will. When the child was growing up gradually, the man realized that the child was going astray bit by bit. Can you all hear me, please? 
when a child was growing up the man realized that the child was just becoming disobedient little by little he went to god and said god this is not the child you told me that you are going to give me you told me you are raising a prophet not a vagabond you better change the matter you better touch that boy because you just gave him to me as a gift but he is your property so if this child misbehaves it is your own matter arise and work something the team pushed god i'm telling you this is what we call making a vow and god touched the child's life he came back on track and he's now a dangerous prophet i mean dangerous one listen you need to have understanding when it comes to dealings with god that is why i've been saying that stop crying it's not everything that we use tears to get even if you cry in prayer there is a place we cry and that is the court of heaven if you are not yet there your tears will be an emotional tears it will not yield anything yes so there is a level in prayer where you come to the court where satan is standing at your right hand accusing you of wrong things there you cry and when the lord sees the tears in the court he will be moved by the blood of the lamb even to turn your situation around learn these things you don't just cry anyhow that somebody is taking your husband from you and you are crying you say god why me i don't even know why not i don't know you cry and the person will take your, your husband away and the, the person will marry your husband and you go and share your water at the wedding this is not the time to be crying so this understanding when somebody is trying to snatch your husband my dear get up as a wife fadil boom are you with me fadil boom sometimes wear the shirt of your husband and pray at night some of you don't know how to make married work and i'm going to teach you some heavy heavy skins huh? wear the shirt of your husband any woman trying to take this gift that god gave to me from my hands you lie bad wherever you are you will be tormented until you lose my husband for me you don't get it are you with me where the shirt where the trouser and pray with it learn these secrets the lord will help us let's take a word of prayer eternal father we give you glory we give you praise and the honor even for such a time as this even in your presence in jesus name thank you for your grace thank you for the gift of life thank you for your mercies we love you lord in the name of jesus thank you for all that you have done for us even to see us lifted in destiny we pray mighty god that you show forth your mercy and your grace even in our lives this evening even as we have met to know what you are saying concerning the matters of marriage we pray that you open the eyes of our understanding if there is any character within us that will prohibit us from experiencing glory in marriage lord work on us in the name of jesus we pray that you breathe upon us 
the breath that will cause us to throw away negative character and take that which will yield goodness and even profits in Christ. We pray, Lord Jesus, show us mercy. Nobody gathered here will suffer in marriage. We declare sufferings in marriages that are of the finger of the enemy are broken from their lives. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, show us mercy, grant us grace, and let your will be done. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. I want to welcome all of you to this evening's session of Singles and Married Conference. And I believe strongly that by the time we end this session, the Lord will be a great blessing to your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Um, first, I want to salute all the singles um, in the auditorium. <laughs> I want to salute all the singles. God bless you. God bless you. You know, you are doing well. You are doing well. You are doing well. You know, it's not easy to be single. The Lord help you. In the mighty name of Jesus. All these temptations here and there are still standing strong. May the Lord help you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. I also salute all the married men and women in the house. Oh, I salute, I double salute all the married folks in the house. It's not easy to marry. God bless you. God bless you for your endurance. God bless you for your patience. God bless you. There were moments where the enemy wanted to bring separation. That you just do and work out. God bless you. God bless you. Those of you fighting to keep your marriages, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Now, please listen to me. This evening, I want everybody to be very sensitive. Nobody is big here. Are you with me? <laughs> I don't know how to say it for you to understand. Nobody is beyond correction. Nobody is beyond the word of God. So what is coming? Myself, I'm learning because it is from the spirit of God, not from me. So if I say these things and I go back to do negative things, I'm a liar. And I'm the one destroying my own life and destiny. Yes. So please, listen to me carefully. There are some of you, you see yourself to be so perfect that you don't need any change. Hear me. If you are that kind of person, we are so sorry to tell you that this platform is not for you now. The door is open. You can kindly exit. God bless you. But if you are ready to learn to amend your ways and to be very humble, no matter the matter to let what God has purpose for marriages and relationships to work then I want to welcome you I want to welcome you that some of the things I'm going to say they will be direct they will look like somebody has told me your issue <laughs> yes when you hear these things, 
check your heart what you are going to do is a matter of the heart and the mind that some of you you your heart really pops up and fight against any word that is supposed to correct you some of you are like that anytime there is a word of correction immediately now trying to fight it it is very dangerous that is the main reason why i said we all are under god's mercy nobody is beyond correction if you understand these things so open your heart huh? open your heart know that so long as you were born of a woman there are faults in your natural life you have weaknesses there are faults in your natural life don't see yourself as somebody very perfect be huh? some of you the, the way you want your beloved to look like The kind of criteria you have set to choose a beloved for yourself. It is only Jesus that will fit into that. Only Jesus. So if you are that one, um, you can wait. Definitely the Lord Jesus will descend again. Mm, the Bible says, and this time around, he's not coming to him. Bible said the Lord Himself shall descend with a shout. So when you hear that shout, get ready, get your family people ready. The one that actually fits into your criteria of the kind of man you want has arrived. May the Lord be of help to us and grant us grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me start from the singles. Hear me. If you're a single person here, listen, let me define what single means. Single. When we say somebody is single, we are talking about the person who has not gone to meet the family of a beloved hmm, to do any customary right as in trying to take the woman as a wife permanently. So if you have not done these things, I'm not talking about greetings. That a man of God, his mother knows that... um, I'm in a relationship with him, and then her mother also knows that. That is not what I'm talking about. It is not knowing, it is doing. Have you done what you are supposed to do? That is what my if you are not married, you are single. I'm not talking about relationship. So you can be in some of you have been in relationships for 15 years, 12 years, 10 years. You are extremely single. Extremely single. Know that one. Amen. And I want to bring this thing in key for you to understand something. Because there is a difference between being in a relationship with somebody and implanting. Bring it me. Those of you are multi-tiers and I don't know how to say this one. Can you all hear me clearly? There is a difference between you being in a relationship with someone and you in the period of impenetration. I don't know how you say that one in English. And now let me explain what um, 
this implantation actually means. Is it is it is it clear? Can you all hear me, please? Good. Now there are certain people. You are just in a relationship with somebody, but you are you keep on having sex with the person. You are sometimes you can go and sleep in the person's house, go and wash his clothes, cook for him. Some of you you are staying in a guy's house, a guy you are not married to. Some of you even have children for them. Listen to me. Never ever in your life think that you are married. And only offend and snatching, doing what married people do in just a relationship. And if you're a woman, I'm talking to the women. Listen to me. Medica catch a man. Then later I come to them, and because as for the men, I need to slap some of them. Yeah, need to slap some of them. And the women, I need to give them some knock, knocks. Chow kutu, cow. I'm telling you. And then buy pa, buy pa, 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 Because, you know, by the special grace of God, I've handled a lot of relationship issues, and some of them, maybe you that you are a pastor. You are a pastor. You can't do anything. Because some of them, I wish God would give me the chance to slap some of them and beat them. <laughs> because hear me. Never ever in your life, if you have been doing that, stop. Stop today. Stop Today, you are in a relationship with somebody. Okra relationship, you don't even know how it started. You don't even know how it will end. You have not heard anything about the future of the relationship. You don't know how you entered into it. There is always a reason why we enter into relationships with TBA. There is always a reason. There is always a reason, I'm telling you. So those of you ladies, when people propose to you and you say yes, there is always a reason why you say the yes. That is why sometimes when they when they propose love to you, you just say, okay, let me go and think about it. What do you actually think about when you leave the presence of that guy? What do you actually think about? The things that will run through your mind in that period of your thoughts actually becomes the reason why you are choosing that man and that will be the bedrock or the foundation of the relationship so if you just look around the guy and saw that his parents are rich this and this and this and this and you say yes some of you say oh he's very nice to me and you actually define nice as in he will talk to you nicely when you need money he'll just send you some anything natural that you need you just that is what you think nice is and you base on that to say yes I want to let you know something. <laughs> Listen to the better truth. Though. You need to redefine the word nice because you are not called to 
marry the person that is nice to you. Are you getting what I'm saying? The one that is nice to you is not the one the Bible told you to marry. It's not the one God told you to marry. Because so many people can be nice to you. I'm telling you. And you need to know this one. So many, in fact, the nice, nicest people in the world. Huh? Even if you are married to a husband now, they are nicest people more than your husband in this world. Does that mean you will leave your husband and go for them? You need to have understanding. Some of you young ladies, you are always exploring. You want new things. New every day. You see, if you are not sensitive enough to stay glued to one person and mold your entire destiny around his destiny or her destiny and stay focused, led by the Spirit of God, marriage will never be something that you would like. That is why a lot of young ladies think that marriage is like boss and apprentice. That's what they think. So a lady can say, hey, me, I will not marry for any man to come and brothelize himself on me. I will not marry for anybody. Hey, I'm a career woman. Very funny. Very, very funny. I'm a career woman. And I'm focused on what I'm doing. I may the Lord help us in the name of the Lord Jesus. Young ladies, listen to me. Throw that I know, I know spirit away. Huh? Let me be just raw. Don't be offended by what I'm about to say. It might not sound like I am speaking in Christ, but let me say it. That's why I said it might not sound like. Now, the thing is, our faces are not the same. Are you following? We don't look the same. We are different on so many platforms. Now, some of you, you are fair. Some of you, you are dark. Some of you, you are chocolate. Some of you, you are yogurt. Some of you, you are Coca-Cola. Different, different faces and the rest. Now, when you look at these differences, it's all because it is not the same mother that gave birth to us. There are some of you, you have your ladies, you have shape, nice shape, you know, everything. That, that word nice is actually as a result of what the society is actually calling nice. Are you with me? Yes. Because it is relative. There are places that if you have big botox, it is, it is nothing. This one, I'm talking about just natural sense. I'm not even talking about destiny yet. And I've been saying this. Whether your face is beautiful based on how the society defines what beauty is. You know, can you all hear me please?
upon you. The Holy Ghost sent from heaven. Can you all hear me, please? Good. So now, listen. Anybody that tells you you are beautiful, there is a statement that says, beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder. That means beauty is defined from perspectives. There are people, they believe that they are beautiful in themselves. They are beautiful. That is to them. And when you look at them, is it okay? Can you hear me clearly? Good. Good. They believe they are beautiful. And you know, there are many people who, especially the ladies, they believe they are beautiful because some men said so. Or many people said, ah, you look beautiful, you look beautiful. And the moment they keep hearing these things, it will sink into their hearts and in their minds. Then they will now come out with a certain conclusion that I am a beautiful girl. Now, when that conclusion comes to their minds, they think when they go out, every man looks at them and every man is looking for them. Are you listening? And they think that beauty. Let me tell you something. When a man tells you, ah, you look very beautiful. What is, what is the essence of that one? What is the destiny fulfillment in the declaration that you are beautiful? No. When was the last time you heard that somebody said to a woman that you are beautiful and the woman fulfilled her destiny? When was the last time you heard of something like that? Amen. Can you all hear me, please? Oh, Jesus. You see? Some of you, you are too weak when it comes to your mind and your heart. Mubibia revolves around what people say. That is the reason why you are not moving forward in life. Every part of your life revolves around what people say about you. So when somebody says something negative, you get so offended. You feel so bad. You don't even know what to do again. Some, somebody can buy a beautiful dress. Another person will say, ah, Immediately the person will lose interest in that dress. And that interest will never come back. So something that the person bought for like $50, $100, just because somebody said it's not beautiful. If you are like that, you need prayers. I'm telling you, you really need prayers. And about 80% of our dear sisters are like that. They get their self-confidence from what people say about them. Be very careful. If you are like that, you have to change before you think of relationship and marriage. Else you will not see, I'm telling you, 
if you are like that, you need to change before you think of relationship or marriage. I'm telling the gospel truth. I'm telling you, never ever in your life, you need to live in a certain state of independence. Are you with me? And that only can happen when you are connected to Christ. Because we get our identity from what Christ says about us. So when a guy looks at you and says, I don't like you, you are not, I don't, I don't like your, your stature, I don't like you. And you look in Christ and you know you are perfect in Christ. Forget about that stupid guy. I'm telling you. Hear me. Don't hear, hear, hear. Young ladies, listen to me. Listen to me. You are 29 years, 30, 30 years. You are not married. So what? Is that the reason why you should go and jump yourself on a man? Don't belittle what God has given to you just because of marriage. I've never read through the Bible and I've, I've never seen in the Bible that if a woman does not marry, she would, she would die and not fulfill destiny. Where is it written in the Bible that it is by force for a woman to marry? Where is it written? Can you all hear me? What I want everybody to know is that marriage is not by force. God did not put a forceful declaration on marriage. So listen to me. You came to this earth to fulfill a destiny, not necessarily to marry. I'm speaking to the young ladies listening to me right now. Never let it look like you are 30 years, 31 years, and you are not married. So I don't know. I don't know. I think there is a curse on my life. It is not always like that. Are you with me? Even if a pastor tells you that as a woman dear, when you get to a certain age, well, if you don't marry, it is not true. It is not true. Marriage is not by force. You came to the earth to fulfill a destiny. You did not come to marry. The purpose of marriage is to give you speed. Huh? The purpose of marriage is to give you speed and also to give you strength to fulfill destiny. Yes. So when somebody marries, can you all hear me please? Good. So every human being that God has made on this earth, can fulfill destiny without getting married. Learn this one, it will help you. Every human being on this earth can fulfill destiny without getting married. It is an ability in everybody. But God said, 
it is not good that the man should be alone why because the man would need a helper and whilst the person is helping the man they all will come to a place where they will become one in their thinking then they can now exhibit or bring forth another life that will also receive destiny and move in its fulfillment Are you following? Good. So the Bible said, one shall kill a thousand, but two shall kill ten thousand. So look at this. If I am a man, I am one. I can kill a thousand. My wife can also kill a thousand. When we are in our separate ways, we can all kill thousand, thousand each. But the moment we join together, there is an exponential increase. It is not an addition because if it's, a, if it's an addition, it is thousand plus thousand, which will be two thousand. But it is a multiplication that will shoot you into a higher dimension. So marriage actually is an embodiment of speed when it comes to destiny fulfillment. So anytime somebody marries, there is a multiplication. If you don't learn this, eh? If you marry, there is a multiplication. And it depends on what is in your heart that will be multiplied. Learn this. That is why we, we don't just marry anybody. We don't just marry anybody. In marriage, there is a multiplication. In everything somebody can marry and don't once you marry there are certain things that God will release the first one is favor like I said he that finds a wife finds a good thing and they receive favor from the Lord that favor is not on anybody now you can fulfill destiny with, without this favor hear me you can fulfill destiny without this favor. That means when you are single. And this favor is not the favor that you have heard. That somebody will see you and the person will just be moved to help you. That is not the favor I'm talking about here. This is a special kind of favor that will cause all things to align for your good. That is how God works it. So according to God, when a person marries, financially things must be must lift to an exponential dimension. When a person marries, good things must move to a higher dimension. This is how God has planned it. So if you marry and things are not going like that, then you can know there is an attack. And at that point, if one shall kill a thousand and two shall kill ten thousand, when you join your hands in prayer, you can overthrow any attack. Is fighting against the favor that God has prepared for your marriage. Are you with me? So those of you that are married, learn to pray with your husbands. Learn to pray with your wives. Don't pray alone. Learn to pray with them. If you do that, you are touching some higher buttons in the spirit realm. So learn. 
some of the husbands don't like prayer. She is so good. So, I just say, Senior, sorry, near mom, pie, you know, please don't go and do it. I beg. If you're a man, listen to me. Learn something. Shame, anything spiritual and foul. What? What are you? What? Their boys, boys, and friends, and their man, oh, young Kobo Boa, and I ain't seen sitting a few class still. Rokono Kubuni, near Maba, not sister, and I ebre. Abuni Kini, Fetrikek. Pray together. Fabam of Gilead in the Kuchi, a dear catcher, say, and Konako, Mabam of Gilead, what Timmy Chong, yo, now. Let me say something. You see, anytime I want to look at somebody that is quite arrogant, this is how I pick it. Anytime you are speaking not in favor of that person's gender, they will not sit down to listen. They will quickly think of the other gender. Learn. So when you are talking about some of the men are this some of the women too some, be very be very serious and listen never ever do that listen to the air work on yourself you see this is this is why when you are single this is what you are supposed to do we are all here to learn forget you be if you're a married man listen to me if you're a married woman, if you are listening with your husband or your wife, both of you should do what is expected of you and see what will happen in the marriage. Are you listening? Forget. You see, this is the biggest problem that we have. Every husband is looking at what the wife is not doing. And the wives are also looking at what the husbands are not doing. You will never find peace if you are like that. I'm telling you. Why is it that you are not doing this? Why is it that you are not doing this? Instead of him to sit down and say, okay, I'm looking at myself. What am I not doing right? Sometimes go to your wife and say, honey, please, is there anything I'm doing wrong that you don't like? Oh, just feel free and talk to me. Let, let her tell you and always be ready to change. This is maturity. Amen. Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me? 
Can you all hear me? Good. Good. All right. So learn this and your relationship or your marriage is going to be heaven on earth. Now let me give you some few keys. Listen to me. Listen to me carefully. There is something we call dating. Dating. The way we are doing what we call dating here is very wrong and bad. Yeah? That word is not part of our culture in Africa. It came all the way from the Western world. And they actually know what that means. When you say somebody is dating, it means you are in friendship period with them. You are friends. You are friends. Listen to me. Yes, you are friends. Oh, can we go on a date? Simple. You go and sit somewhere. You just talk. That is dating. But in Africa, the people think dating is when you have the chance to squeeze the breast of somebody's daughter when you are not married to her. Yeah? So how do you? Say? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a serious matter in Africa. Can we date? When the person asks that question, can we date? Ask the person, what what is dating to you? What do you what do you know about dating? Because so long as you are friends with the person, you're already dating. Dating means friendship. And Eddie, can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me? Is the sound okay now? Good. So dating simply means friendship. And that will let you also understand that if dating is friendship, then you can date many people. Because you can have many friends. Now, whilst you are having many friends, you begin to narrow the friendship, especially when you have the mindset of getting married begin to narrow the friendship by going into specificities in the lives of the friends that you have Are you with me then you begin to decode that i think as i'm looking at things right now this young man that is my friend Usiata, his demeanor the way he loves the lord the way he does this the way he does this the way he does this I think I can move another step ahead with our friendship. 
At that point, you are about to move from the place of dating. So you see, I used to have a lot of um, problems with when people, because I was thinking with her concept of dating. But haven't you realized that sometimes when you are watching movies, somebody is in a relationship with another person. They, they, some, some of them can even live together, which is not right. But after some time, the person will now go and sit somewhere with the lady and whilst they are talking, you know, he will bring out a certain ring out of his pocket and say, will you marry me? So you see, it is at that point that he's coming to get understanding. He's coming to get a response. Whether the lady, but we don't see that now in Africa. The moment the person sees you today, no, young lady, you are too beautiful. Why, my God, why are you walking under the sun like that? I want to marry you and change your life. Stupid. Wait, whose life are you going to change? Are you God? And most of you ladies, that is what you want to hear. Because to you, your family is broke. You are poor. You are looking for a something that will deliver you from the hands of the Philistines. You see, I'm telling you, anybody that proposes love to you at the first point, run away. That is not how we marry. That is not how we propose. I'm telling you, that is not how... That is why, forget this love at first sight. Spiritual things don't work like that. I'm telling you, because from spiritual perspective, love moves with knowledge and obedience. If you don't know the person, you can't love the person. So you just meet somebody now and say, ah, look at his beard, my God. Look at the way he's walking. No, you are getting attracted. That is not love. That is attraction. And let me be very clear and plain with all of you. Attraction is something that is an emotional thing. Are you with me? You can be attracted to two million people. We don't, no, that is not lust. That is attraction. There are some women when they see beard, they, they just get attracted. It is not lust. Yes, there are some women when they see six packs, they get attracted. That, that love is not there. This is not love. It is just attraction. So all the friends that you have, you realized that there are so, so many people when they want to become your friends, you don't even allow them. Because deep within you, own pen and down for. You know that. You say, can you be married and still be attracted to someone? Oh, it is possible. I mean, very, very possible. Yes. So you now need to work, work on it. Work because, listen, under normal attraction is not supposed to lead you into something. I don't know if you are getting it. You can be attracted to something and just admire it. Oh, wow, this is very nice. That's beautiful. Then you pass. That is beautiful. That is how attraction works. 
It does not mean that when you see the thing and you are attracted to it now, go and put your whole heart in the matter. That is what most young ladies do. It is normal for you to be attracted to things. But even your attraction can be defined by the state of your mind and your heart. So if you are always attracted to naked men and naked women, you know you need deliverance because a certain spirit is trying to control you. Why should you be attracted to naked women? What, what good... <laughs> Are you with me? Good. So learn this. So you need to know all these things. You can be attracted to things, you can admire things and not put your heart in them. Because love is something higher than attraction. And when it comes to lust, let me touch on what lust is. Many of you, you always get confused. Many people don't even know this. Lust. Listen. The word lust is the word desire. The word lust is the word desire. So if you, if you read the Bible, any place where you find the word desire, you can put lust there. Lust is not an Are you with me? Yes. Last is not an... If you, when you get married, you would need last to have intimacy with your wife. If you don't have it, there is no way you can have intimacy with your wife. It is called desire. But that desire can also move out of its lane. Are you with me? So we have lust in its purest state as God made it. You need it. You need it. That is why there are set. So listen, there is a difference between lust and the spirit of lust. The spirit of lust is actually a certain spirit that will come upon the lust that is in your heart. You see, when it comes upon the last that is in your heart, whatever that your heart lasts after is what that spirit will increase. Or let me see, stir it up. So if your heart, uh, that is why we always say desires of your heart, desires of your heart, desires of your heart. There are some people, the things they desire, if we tell you, you'll be shocked. The things they desire, And that is why when you read the Bible, there are so many dimensions of lust. You have the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes. They are very different. So lust only is not when you want to have sex with a woman. It's not only that. Because there are so many dimensions of desires. You, even in the gift of the Holy Spirit, the Bible says that. Can you all hear me?
good. When you read the book of First Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1. First Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1. First Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1. The Bible said, Follow after charity. Now the ISV says, keep on pursuing love and keep on desiring spiritual gifts, especially the ability to prophesy. Now, when you check the word desire, it is the word a burning zeal, to burn with zeal, to be heated, to be heated or to boil. And at so many levels, you can boil with with anger. It can be a good desire. It can be a negative desire. Are you following? That actually speaks to you concerning what lust is all about. So even lust can last after good things. Don't you know? That's what the Bible said. You can last after good things. You can have a strong burning desire for something good. That is lust. <clears throat> learn no. if you don't learn that's why many people are always making big mistakes because when a person's heart is towards women his desire is to sleep with women when that becomes his the, the desire in his heart there is a spirit of lust that it will attract what the spirit of lust will do is that it will come and multiply that desire. It will come and stir up that desire. Are you following? So now, that desire in your heart, that lust, must now be tuned back to the frequency of God. You can't take the desire away. You can't take lust out of You see, this is what you need to get. When somebody says, we are casting out lust from you. It will not work. We don't cast it out. We only cast out the spirit of lust. We don't cast out lust. You need lust. <laughs> I know many of you will not understand what I'm saying. What is this man trying to say? Because in our lives, they told us that lust is evil. Okay, now you are married. You want to have intimacy with your wife. Will you pray? Will the prayer bring the child? No. That which you will be doing with your wife uh, on your matrimonial bed. Is that not the same thing that unmarried people also do? No. Is that not the same thing? That is the same thing. So that desire that those that are not married will need to sleep with women, you also need that same desire to sleep with your wife. And that desire is the last. You need it. You need it in the right sense to fulfill God's mandate. You can never give birth. Let me just say this way. Sorry to say. Let me, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going straight to If you're a man and you want to have intimacy with your wife, if you have not your, your, your body has not been aroused. There is no way you can sleep with your wife. And that is as a result of the desire. If you don't desire your wife's body, there is no way you will rise. 
to fulfill what you want to fulfill. I'm just being straight with you. Some pastors cannot say this, but I'm telling you the truth. This is the reason why you need to tame the last. If you don't tame it, it will, it will just go out of the way. You can't take it out of you. <laughs> if you try, it will not work. There are certain things in your body they need to be. So we have what we call casting out. Hmm? There are things we cast them out of your, your body. And there are things we cast them down. And there are things we cast. Listen to me carefully. There are things we cast them out of your body. Those that we cast, can you all hear me please? Good. There are things we cast them out of your bodies. The things we cast out of your bodies are things that are not originally part of you. One is the spirit of lust. The spirit of lust is sent from the dark world to lead your heart into the wrong way so that you will miss the path of your destiny. But lust or the desire you have inside you, it is already part of you. God made it part. It is part of your emotions. It is part of your being. You need it. That one, you don't cast it out. You don't take it out of the body. When it is rising to a different pathway, you bring it down so that it will fall in the frequency of Christ. Are you with me? Because let's say you are a young guy and you, like, you can't control the desire of your, of your flesh for women. You can't control it. Does that mean you should go and castrate yourself? Does that mean you should cut, you cut your, your manhood and throw it away? No. Because you know that you would need this manhood for another beautiful exercise when you are actually married hmm, legitimately. So now what you have to do is that you have to tame that lust. Sometimes you look into the matter and a spirit of lust has come upon that desire trying to twist it out of the line. You cast away that spirit because it is not originally part of you after that you begin to tame the desire of your heart gradually 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 till it falls in line are you following that is why i always say this if you are looking for people that are easily tempted by women married men married men because <laughs> i'm telling you Because some men can tame the lust for years and focus on God till they marry. When they marry and they begin to have intimacy with their wives, the moment that happens, the desire for their wife's body will start increasing. If Christ does not come into the matter for the person to tune every desire only to the wife's body, as a member, I'm telling you, some people never knew how to mingle with some other women until they got married. Because they, because they got married, they tasted things. 
Then, when they are walking, the taste will still be in their tongue. And when they see other women, if care is not taken, their imaginations will shift to these women. And if care is not taken, they might end up doing what they are not supposed to do. That is why, as a woman, you need to pray for your husband. Yes. My, my friend said, virgin guys before marriage suffer powers of I nearly made. Yes, it is serious. It's serious. You see? And let me tell you, you need to know some of these things. It will help you. It will help you. Now, I don't know if you are all learning something. So you see, let's say um, you are a guy. And anytime you see a lady, you begin to imagine her naked. You begin to imagine yourself sleeping with that lady. Sometimes a lot of things would have brought your imagination to that point. Because there are men like that. Because attuning the imagination to a certain point. They just can't see a woman and pick something good out. The moment this do you know that guys when they see a woman, the first thing that comes to their mind is sex. There are guys like that. Their whole imagination is occupied by negativities. Now, if you want to heal this kind of person. What will you do? Because that imagination, you need it to imagine good things. Are you with me? You can't take away that imagination. Imagination is a part of your soul. You can't take it and throw it away. That's the same way last is. So, the, so when it comes to when a person's imagination is always on the negative side, you cast it down. That is why the Bible said in the book of Second Corinthians chapter ten. Verse 4 and 5. The Bible said, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds. Verse 5. Casting down imaginations. Casting down. So that imagination must be casted down. We don't cast it out. It is demons that will cast them out of people because demons do not originally belong to your body. But imagination is already part of your soul. If God casts down your imagination and a godly spirit comes upon it, what God will use your imagination for you will be shocked. Everything we see, that phone that is in your hand right now, a man imagined it. So if in case the man's imagination was always about sexual things, would you have had that phone that is in your hand now? Can you hear me? Can you all hear me? Good. 
So the phone that is in your hand right now, somebody imagined it and the person brought it into manifestation. So you need imagination to look into that which is in the future and bring it into the now. Are you with me? You need to understand these things that will help you. May the Lord bless us and keep all of us strong. Now, let me just give you another point. Also, know that if you are here and you are not in a relationship, listen to me, don't be in a rush. Ask yourself, why do I even need a relationship? Ask yourself, why do I need a guy in my life? Why? Ask yourself. If you don't get any good answer, forget it. And pray more, work on yourself more. Because you, you have issues that you need to work on. Are you with me? Yes. Some of you, when you get angry, you don't talk to your own parents. You can't take this one to somebody's son's house. You need to work on yourself. Don't say me the son of a tear. Mm, like that's how I was raised. That is nonsense. If you don't want to change, stay in your own father's house. Yes, one of my mentors says, Son, marriage is for fools. If you are not ready to be a fool, you, won't, you can't marry. So if you are too wise, you, you will fail in marriage. If you are too wise, you will fail in marriage. Listen to me. It's a very heavy thing that the man told me. Because some of the things you have to do to keep the marriage, eh? when you tell anybody, they will tell you, ah, oh, you're a fool, this thing, bad. But that is what you need to do to keep the marriage. If you are always trying to be wise and be right, you, you, can, you can't stay in marriage for one year. I'm telling you. Because there are times your, your spouse will do something against you and he himself will even get angry that you, that the thing is against, you have to go and apologize. If you are thinking in a wise way that, me, that he did it to me, he must come and apologize. My dear, if you carry that mentality, you, oh, you will stay for a long time in their marriage. Mm. Listen to me carefully. Some of you won't get it. That some of you, you always want to prove that you are right. You always want to prove that you are right. You better change your mindset before you marry. Else, relationship in the crime for. Someone said, that's being too humble. No. Keep being humble. Don't change. So long as that character is good, never change it. Are you with me? Never. Never. Don't change your good character because of the negative people around you. Never. And listen to me, let me say something. It is normal to think that somebody will be a good person for you and you later realize that it is not so. Then you just break up. It is normal. Don't make breakup an enmity. Are you with me? The reason why many of you 
break up and later you become enemies is because of the things you did in the relationship. What did you do? What did you do in that relationship? Some of you went to the extent of sleeping with yourselves, getting pregnant and aborting babies, huh? investing a lot of money. It is not wise for you to take care of a woman you are not married to. Never try that. It is not wise for you to take care of a man you are not married to. Never do that in your life. You can support him. You can support her. But never ever. That someone say, oh, when I picked her, so I wanted to take care of her. She wanted to go to school. So I wanted to take care of her for her to go to school. Then after that, I will marry her. What kind of foolish thing is that? She will complete school and you, eh, no, she has seen professors proposing to her. Then you a carpenter. You took care of her, so what? Eh, people do that. That is why some people, too, when they can't forgive, you do that to them, they will, they will let you run mad. Recently, there was a young lady that was walking on the streets of Nigeria, Edo State. Very beautiful young lady. Not knowing that a carpenter took her, you know, gave her some money, like took her to the university and everything. And when the lady completed school, she said that the carpenter is not her class. And the carpenter said, fine, we shall see. Your classmates and your class people are those that are walking on the street as madmen and women. Go and join them. I'm telling you. Listen, take your time for relationship. Don't rush. Some of you young ladies, no matter what we say, you just go and choose a foolish guy. Oh, there are foolish guys who, and there are foolish women too. Hmm. Where read the Bible? The Bible said Abigail was a very beautiful lady, wise, but her husband was foolish. That's what the Bible said. Huh? Her husband did something. David went there. The husband did foolish things. And when David wanted to kill the, the husband, the woman quickly rushed and held the legs of David. He said, live long, O king. Please forget about my husband. Look at me and preserve our lives. When David listened to the way the woman was talking, he said, wow, what a woman. And after a few months, can you all hear me? Good. After a few months, when David heard that Abigail's husband is dead. He quickly moved to the house and said, Abigail, you are going to become one of my wives because you are too wise. Enemy, listen to me. Young ladies, don't follow money. Huh? And if you're a guy, hear me. It is always advisable. I'm saying advisable. I'm not saying this is what you are you are supposed to do by force, but a 90% advisable for you to get something doing with your hands before you think of entering into a relationship. Oh, we believe God. 
God can turn things around for us at any point in time. We believe, we have faith in God. And one day things will turn around. One day God will open doors. But listen to me. Make sure that your hands have found something to do before you think of bringing another person into your life. Very, very, very important. When we read the Bible, the word of the Lord said, when God created Adam, God told him that name all the things I've created. And when God entered into the garden and saw Adam busily doing his work, God now said, it is not good for the man to be alone. So I'm going to make a helper for him. When Adam was made, he was doing his work. So you see, a woman is a helper. And nobody can help you if you are not doing anything. What is she coming to help you do? So Adam was working before God gave him a help. That is why if you're a lady and a guy is proposing to you and solidly, he doesn't have something to do. Some of the guys, and when you look at the vision they have, you know that if you, the lady, you join him in prayer and support him with everything you have, he will make it. Yes. But there are some of them. Dream Kraunibi. No abene vision. Even sleep continue. Huh? Some of them football, boys, boys, yeah, yo, Charlie, what's up? Yeah, every day, boys, boys, football. Every day. No vision, nothing. Be careful. Don't try to mingle with this kind of person. They will lock your destiny. Be strict when it comes to choosing a beloved. You have to be very strict. I'm telling you. If any guy can quit church for football, you have to start working on things. Because guys and football, eh? <laughs> exactly. You know, the problem with our dear sisters is that they are so emotionally moved when it comes to decision making. And you know, how she will feel about a matter will determine what she will decide. That is very dangerous because. There are men that can let you feel loved and still will not love you. These bad boys know how to let a woman feel loved. Somebody can borrow money and buy you an iPhone and the way you present the thing, you think that he's an angel sent from above. I'm telling you, some of them, the way they will talk off for you, baby, you know, um, hey, be very careful. The way you are feeling shouldn't be the premise or the platform of your decision making. Be very, very careful. That is why I said, many young ladies, I'm going to ask you, when you ask them that, um, okay, are you in a relationship? Yes, man of God. Okay, so how do you see that? Oh, he's nice. 
the first thing they will say is nice he's so nice to me like no what is nice that is what i want to ask what is nice he's a nice person be very careful this thing called nice eh? because everybody can be nice within one minute everybody can be nice that some people they, they just don't know how to frown their faces until they are always smiling so you just look at the smile of the person ah this guy is so nice to me every day the way he smiles at me alone like he's just he's just so nice you, you are getting mad we need to take you to Ankafu and wash your brain And you you see a young lady busily trying to take a decision because a guy took her out. And the guy spent over a thousand Ghana cities on her. He said, Oh, no, okay, just take this Fafa car, Fafa Uber, the neck. The lady go and check, and it is 500 cities. 500 cities for Uber? Why? Am I going to Dubai? She'll be very happy. Thinking that is love. You don't know. Now, I'm not saying that when a, a man loves you, he cannot do some of these things too. But don't use those things as a means of decision making. May the Lord help us. When you want to be with a man as a young lady, hear me. As for the men, we are the one we are the ones going for the women. But you, the women, you have the ability. To sit down, analyze things, and choose the right one. So don't be in a rush. Don't be in a rush. Forget about your age. Very, very necessary. Forget about what your friends are doing. Forget about all your friends are getting married. Right now, it is, it, I don't know where that thing is coming from. If there's somebody who says, Yeah, worry. Anybody that sees that block the person. And block the person. Hey, when are you going to marry? When are you going to marry? Tell them it does not concern you. When I marry, and I'm in my matrimonial home, only hobby. Yeah, boom, yeah, um, only hobby. It's a jam. papa. Yes. Now, there are a whole lot of people that have mentalities that man of God. So, um, what if I marry somebody and I'm not sexually compatible with the person? If you keep asking that question, you have a problem. You have a big problem. Why are you only thinking on that side and not any other dimension? What is your problem? What are you looking for? No, okay, to you, let me ask you, what is sexual compatibility? What is it? Where did you hear it from? You are a bad boy, a bad girl. You need to repent. You seek grace to repent.
No, what do you know about that? No, what, are you getting the picture? <laughs> Let me just say this finally. Listen, sex is just how the couple decides to make it. It's simple. How they decide to make it. Are you with me? Don't go and kill somebody's daughter. I'm speaking to family life. And the singles can also pick some nuggets of wisdom from what I'm saying. Yes. Don't go, don't go and listen, don't go and drink all manner of nonsense concussions. And go and destroy somebody's daughter's life. Huh? Yes. You need to learn some of these things. Relax. When it comes to the area of sexual intimacy, it is how you and your wife decides to make it. That makes it beautiful. Mm. The people, they don't even have time. They are, when they are even going to work, only time to come to because the, guy, the, the husband must leave by 6 a.m., especially those in Accra. 6 a.m. If you fear 6 a.m., what could you do at 8 30 because of traffic? They will free fear there by 5. And they will get back home around 10 p.m. Look at all these things. If this person even joins priesthood time, grab the air, you need to go and So those kind of people, when during weekends they, they 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 get time for their family. Are you with me? So you just can't you can't come and say you want to be on top of your wife for one hour. Are you a horse? Where did you get that knowledge from? It is devilish. There is nothing like that, even biblically, on top of a woman for one hour. You are draining your life every 10 minutes. Be a ultra five years if you <laughs> they be there and don't listen. I'm telling you, so learn these things. They are basic things you need to know. You realize that when you marry, eh? some of you, when you are not married, so you think marriage is all about sex. Don't you know what I'm doing? When I marry, when I marry me, marry and see. <laughs> I'm telling you, the kind of issues that will confront you in marriage, sometimes you even forget that in a week. I'm telling you. When you enter into marriage, that is when you know there are a whole lot of responsibilities, even including sex. The moment your wife will come to you and he wants to have intimacy with you, and you are having time with the Holy Ghost, you just say, Baba. I'm sorry. Meanwhile, once you are just in a relationship, you are forcing to get the chance you are not getting. Sometimes you can force and make you, you can force sick. Petuyare. Pepper soup. Near the abrel. Near the towel. Would you be there? Those of you have become massages. Massages Association of Ghana.
Yes. You see, some people, when, the way women will launch themselves against them, say, no, 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 let me marry early because I don't want to fall. When you marry, you know that it is not really the falling that actually pushed you into marriage. <laughs> you know the responsibilities you need to take alone. Everywhere there. So mature, mature. Forget this sex, sex thing. Huh? Forget it. Yes, you'll be very disappointed. Yes, you'll be fighting with your wife always. Yes. Yes, especially the men. It's a very serious thing. They think that every day you'll be having sex. Every day. Every day. What? You think that that woman lying down there is a tree? She's a human being. She has a lot of things to do too. Huh? You need to relax. Young men, learn these things and you will flourish. May the Lord bless all of you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for you all. If the man does not fear God, if the man does not obey the principles of Christ, hear me, don't be in a relationship with him. Till ye. Some of you, some of you young maybe I don't know whether what is wrong with you? The guy smokes, he beats you. Say, man, I'm gone. I know gradually he will change up. changing I'm telling you, you will be there. <laughs> Some of you don't understand the abumu. You don't know it. Go and ask your grandfather. He will tell you. I'm telling you, this guy is beating you, hitting your jaw every day. want to stay in that relationship. What? Why have you lowered yourself down to that extent? It should be a certain. It shouldn't even happen. Also, Ferrecra. So, the pigeon and sat at their bow. No. And some of you talk to my, some of you ladies. Maloka Santi, a man that does not know how to beat women, knows what to answer. You talk too much. Maloka, yeah. Tell you, tell you. Red pepper. And pepper ran away. Maloka, yeah, too much. Or can't send back what? It means, Learn to keep quiet as a young lady. Learn to keep quiet. Huh? Some of you, it means chat. You are just lady in a relationship. You are busy sending messages. Your beloved. Who can't tell me? No, 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 no. A respectful young lady shouldn't have said this. Who can't seem straight about what saying? Anyone on San no say a buy a grrr no type of bossin now the call. Huh? Shasia Jenny, who is Christo me? Huh? You are daughter of Zion. Be respectful. Sure. So beautiful. So there's a caliber of men that will come to that woman. Because you're calling a
Venialo. I'm telling you, look at your life. Look at the number of people that, eh? Oh, huh? Now, all, all, all the time, vagabond boys may propose it to you. Uh, something is wrong with you. Huh? Something is wrong with you. Go and fast and pray. I'm telling you, every day, when some of you, you have become like sex machines. When any guy that sees you pay sex in the bandit so they just want to have sex with you and go. Are you not also a glorious material that can be a blessing in the in the matrimonial home of another man? If you keep seeing that they always want to have sex with you, something might be going wrong. Sometimes because of the way you are dressing. What do you expect? Morning now, don't be too cheap. Don't be too cheap. Huh? My man, I'm very sombable in the because I love you. My man, I'm telling you, when they want to approach a good woman, they, you see, those women will not be rude. Some of you are too rude. If you say, too much, you you will meet somebody that will destroy your destiny for you. Because we're drew chin 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 into us. God bless you. The Lord bless you all and keep you. Those of you that are married, listen to me. Respect your husbands. What? Respect your husbands. Surprise them. And the wives. Most surprising woman. Sometimes she said that too. She can't remember myself at all at the end. She said that a yika crank a crank a crank a fat to just surprise them. Boxes in a singlet in a ye ye. Monto something, but abba. Buy some, will be a toy phone, man. Now, got a boxer. Adding, ultimately, in this canoe, the adding. God bless you, man of God. The Lord bless you all and keep all of you strong in Jesus' name. I'm going to upload it right after here. So if you still need any nuggets of wisdom, you can just go and download and listen. God bless you and keep you all strong. We are going to meet this night for priesthood time. So please make sure you get your communion wine and bread ready. If you have any water and biscuit, any drink and biscuit, fine. And I'm also going to pray for those that are desiring to walk in the prophetic. So please make sure you join us at exactly 12 a.m. GMT. God bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus' name. Amen. And I didn't your marriages will blossom in Jesus. If you are close to your marriage and things are trying to fight it, financial constraints, any negativity, I curse it in Jesus' name. Your parents will be alive. To take your bride price and they will hold their grandchildren before they die in the mighty name of the lord jesus god bless you and keep all of you strong we shall meet if you want to support the work of god the number is 0240 god bless you and keep all of you strong we shall meet god willing this night at exactly 12 a.m gmt god bless you shalom bye bye